sports fans batters and cappers and welcome to the daily competitive hedge podcast i'm your host of the show kenneth cotterell and this morning's show is all about sports and the world of betting we talk about the day that was in the sports world including our athlete of the day we then talk about the games coming up today which ones you should tune into who we like on the betting slate and we cap it all off with our competitive hedge parlay of the day Our episodes are sponsored by Bet99. For all our Canadian listeners, Bet99 offers you a sports welcome offer when you join today using the promo code SHOOTERS. You can see it in the ticker down below. Uh, Bet99 will match your deposit up to 100%, up to $600. So head over to Bet99 today, make your bets, use the bets from the show, maybe not yesterday's, but today's for sure, and follow our social media accounts. We post a lot of our plays on there, and we analyze the games as well as we go. So let's start out today by giving our athlete shout-out of the day, and it goes out to Nikola Jokic. We said previously on this show that Jokic is the MVP. He should rightfully be the MVP of the league this year, and yesterday it was announced that he was. And there was a lot of negativity around it. People trying to discredit his season and, oh, look at the fact that he's at home in the playoffs and Joel Embiid, he's still playing. Giannis, he's still playing. And people say, well, it's a regular season award, but still. Well, that's just it. It's a regular season award. You look at what Jokic did with that roster this year in Denver. His defense improved. He upped his rebounds from a year ago. He was a more efficient scorer than he was a year ago. And overall, He deserves the award this year. No Jamal Murray, no Michael Porter Jr. for the majority of the season. Still got to the playoffs, still beat a Warriors team in a playoff game, so he didn't get swept. And it's sad that they have to go the negative route with it by discrediting former MVPs, whether it's Steve Nash or Moses Malone or any other names that they tried to throw out there to discredit what they did. Jokic will forever be a back-to-back MVP, rightfully so. He deserved it both years. And we're excited for him moving forward, and he deserves this award. So let's talk about yesterday's bets. Uh, not our best day. We, we're not going to lie. Rangers money line uh, wasn't really close. Um, Avs puck line, that one hit. That was a big one for us yesterday, 5-3. to three. Looked dead in the water late in the third, but they were able to pull it out. Dodgers run line yesterday. They lose outright to the Pittsburgh Pirates 5-1, to one, so that one wasn't very close. Uh, we also got the Tigers' money line against the A's. Wrong 2 to nothing for the A's yesterday. But we did get Al Horford 12-plus points yesterday. That was a big uh, player prop that we hit yesterday. He had 30, so, I mean, we could have gone a lot further with that line, but even played it safe at minus 125. So, 2-3 and three day for the host. Not the best, but we had a parlay hit the day prior, so we're looking to get back at it. The hedge fans lay of the day, 
Reds first five versus the Brewers. Shout out to Pat over at Say It Out Loud Sports. That one hit. That one cashed. They had a big fifth inning in order to pull it off, but the Reds plus 125 first five. That one hits. Warriors minus 10 for Brian yesterday. Should have hit. Warriors didn't show up for the majority of the game and squeaked out a three-point win, but nonetheless, that one misses. And then the Angels' money line versus the Rays. Rob gives us another winner. In that game, we even saw Shohei Otani hit his first career Grand Slam in a 9 to nothing victory. So that bet hits 2-1 to one day for the Hedge family. This is why we say you can bet it as a parlay. You can bet them straight up. If you bet them straight up yesterday, you'd walk away with some profit on the Hedge fans' lay. So let's get into things with our daily news dump, starting with the NHL playoffs. Florida Panthers win 2-1 to versus Washington in overtime. Big overtime victory for this series. Bobrovsky only had to make 14 saves yesterday. They outplayed the Capitals for the majority of the game, and they were just barely able to squeak it out. Verhege and Reinhardt both scored in regulation, and then Verhege also scores in overtime. Two-goal game for the kid. Huge performance for him. Washington got 29 saves from Samsonov. He played well. They got goals from Oshie and Kuznetsov. Unfortunately, they couldn't steal a victory there. That would have put them up 3-1. to one. Now we're 2-2 two to two heading back to Florida, and they have home ice in the best of three now. Pittsburgh wins 7-2 to two versus the Rangers. Uh, Rangers went up one to nothing, and that was about all she wrote after that because Pittsburgh dominated. They couldn't get to Domingue once again, 22 saves. Uh, Pittsburgh was the more physical team. They're 54 to 49 in the hits category. They won mo- the majority of the faceoffs. Crosby, Malkin, Gensel, Heinen, Friedman, Carter, Matheson, everyone was on the scoreboard yesterday. And Chesterkin didn't play well once again, just 24 saves. But in a game that you need to win, you can't get 24 shots like the Rangers did and expect to win. Lafreniere and Fox score for them. But now they're in a tough spot, down 3-1. to one. They got to go back and win in New York, steal one on the road, and then hopefully win at home in order to pull it out. But they look all but dead in the water. The Avalanche, minus 267 yesterday versus Nashville, and they win the game 5-3. to three. Frankuz made 28 saves in the win. Burkowski, Makar, Taves, Nachushkin, and McKinnon all score goals for the Avs. Nashville heading home after a 4-0 sweep. But Connor Ingram played well this series. He had 33 saves. They were just outmatched. The depth of the Avalanche caught up with them. Trennan scored twice and Forsberg scored once. Still a good season for the Predators nonetheless, and Colorado moves on. Calgary and Dallas. Calgary wins 4-1. to one. And they absolutely peppered Jake Ottinger with shots yesterday. He made 50 saves, but it still didn't matter. Four to one's the result. Uh, Markstrom makes 34 saves in the victory. They got goals from Anderson, Goudreau, Lindholm, and Backland. And Dallas, their lone goal goes to Tyler Sagan. This game was one to nothing late in the third. And you get Goudreau scores on a penalty shot, and it you just saw their heads drop. It looked like Ottinger did all that he could, but they weren't able to pull it out. And in non-playoff news, the Islanders did fire Barry Trotz yesterday. Not very surprising, given how he coached this year and how the Islanders did. Let's move over to the NBA now. Bucks and Celtics. Bucks looked like they were going to win this game entering the fourth, and Boston had other ideas. Uh, they outscored them 43-28 to in the fourth. Boston wins 116-108. to Tatum with 30-13-5. 
uh, on 11 of 24 shooting. Not his best night still, but he showed up in the fourth quarter when it matters. Al Horford with 30 and 8, as we mentioned earlier. Huge game for him. Huge lift. Giannis dunked on him, flexed, and Horford's like, all right, I got other ideas. And he went down and dunked him on him back. Smart and Brown finished with 18, so all around a great team performance by Boston in this game. It's now 2-2. Two to two. Milwaukee got 34-18 and 18 from Giannis. Not a great shooting night, though. You can't go 14-32 of 32 from the field, especially the way that Giannis plays. Not a lot of threes, not a lot of deep jumpers. Just wasn't finishing around the rim. Lopez was 17-7. and seven. The big reason why they lose this game, Drew Holiday, you can't shoot 5-22 of 22 and expect to win. The stat line looks good at 16-9-7, but those shooting numbers got to bump up significantly if they have a chance of winning this series. And the Bucs won the board battle. First time that the team that won the board battle lost this playoffs for these two. Warriors and Grizzlies. Warriors pull it out 101-98, and they started the game 0-15 from 3. So the game was really there for the Grizzlies to win. Um, Steph finishes with 32 on 40% shooting. Wiggins had 17, Clay had 14, Poole had 14, Porter had 12. So not an outstanding performance from any of the Warriors guys. This is just what happens when you're missing your MVP candidate in John Morant. Tyus Jones steps in and gave them 19. That was a big performance by him. But just a lot of pretty good performances, like Jaron Jackson Jr. had 21. Dylan Brooks had 12, Anderson had 17 and 8. Steven Adams played some minutes finally, and he had a 10 and 15 game, so he played well. But this series looks all but over. 3 to 1, and they're heading to Memphis for game 5. But this one looks all but over. And Monty Williams wins coach of the year yesterday as well. Best record in the league. I would have preferred to see Taylor Jenkins, but I'm not mad that Monty Williams wins the award. It's all about preference, and they did have the best record this year. So you can't fault the guy and great job to him for winning. We'll do quick MLB lines from yesterday. Orioles beat the Royals six to one. Yankees beat the Rangers one nothing. Pirates beat the Dodgers five to one. Reds beat the Brewers 10-5. A's beat the Tigers two to nothing. Guardians beat the White Sox in extra innings 12 to 9. Angels win 11 to 3. Diamondbacks 4 to 3. Phillies 9 to nothing. Cubs 6 to nothing versus the Padres and Giants 8-5 to versus the Rockies. And the other big news from yesterday was on the PGA Tour side of things. Tiger and Phil Mickelson will both be playing at the PGA Championship next week. Last time we saw Tiger was the Masters. He looked to be in considerable pain then. We'll see if he's gotten any better since then, gotten stronger, so he can play this event. Ty- and then on the Phil front, he hasn't played a tour event since the Saudi Super Golf League stuff a few months ago where he endorsed it and got a lot of heat for it. And since the the news of his gambling hitting the timeline as well. So sport is still in great hands, regardless of whether these guys play, but they are still just elite players, all timers, hall of famers. And so I look forward to seeing both of them playing at the PGA. Don't know if either are going to make the cut. Uh, Depends on course conditions, but nonetheless, Tiger and Phil will be at this year's PGA championship. So let's talk about big games on the slate. Starting in the EPL, um, (laughs) before we get into that, the fact that they're going to get Holland in uh, Man City, that's a huge dagger. Um, I was hoping that Holland would not be coming to the Premier League. Uh, Man City and Liverpool are already clearly 1-2. 
Um, as a Man U fan, it pains me to see that one of the world's best strikers is now heading to your city rival. Uh, so that's a tough one. But games today, Liverpool versus Aston Villa is the game today. This is a must win for Liverpool. They're on the road. They just drew Tottenham on the weekend. There's three games left. Um, they're on 83 points. Man City's on 86. Villa not really playing for much here. Um, they're not in the relegation zone. They're also not qualifying for Europe. They're sitting 11th in the table. So while it is a road game, this is one that Liverpool has to get. You drop any points here and the title race is over. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on these guys today. I would expect a Liverpool minus one and a half would be a play to look at for this one. But big game nonetheless on the EPL slate. Then NBA playoffs. We've got Miami and Philly tonight. We thought this series was over at 2 nothing. Joel Embiid comes back and suddenly we're 2-2 heading to Miami for the best of three. Um, has the series truly flipped? It feels like it has. Um, Kyle Lowry is no-showed. Um, they asked him about whether his hamstring would be good for game five. He said, we'll see. I don't think he should be playing. He hasn't performed when he's out there. If anything, I think he's hindering the group. Um, I would be much more comfortable if someone else was getting minutes there. Um, Tyler Hero, he's been inefficient. Uh, Jimmy Butler, he's been spectacular in this series. Bam Adebayo had a better game four. Can he continue to do well in this series? And then on the Philly side, is Harden back? I mean, he had 31, but that was his best performance of the playoffs. Do we expect him to go 25-plus even in this game? Is Joel Embiid back to 100%? Maxine Harris have been great scoring options for them. But they need Harden and Embiid because this isn't a great bench for Philly. It really boils down to how the starters play. So this will be an interesting game. Tip-offs at 7.30 Eastern time. Miami's minus 3.5. Over-unders 209.5. Since I don't know if it's truly flipped, I'm going to fade it altogether. But nonetheless, great game to watch at 7.30. Now, Dallas and Phoenix, minus 6 is what Phoenix is at at home. Over-unders 213. And this one tips off at 10 p.m. Eastern time, 8 o'clock our time. Jalen Brunson's played really well at home. He didn't play great in those first two games, so it was good to see him bounce back. Dorian Finney-Smith had a really good game, living up to that extension. Maxi Kleber's played solid. Spencer Dinwiddie still needs to do more. I still think it's a bad fit for him in Dallas, but if he can give them 10 to 15 points off the bench, I think they'll take that every day of the week. But I'm expecting a big Phoenix game. Uh, Chris Paul's going to have a great game five. You can book it. I mean, the fact that he fouled out with five points, he took a lot of heat for it, and then everything surrounding the fans and his family, I think he's going to have a vintage Chris Paul performance today. Mikael Bridges also only had six points, so he's going to have a better game. Booker and Aiton, they've played solid all series long. But overall, I think this is Phoenix game to win. It's a part of our daily betting card. You'll just have to wait and see where. Um, WNBA slate. This is embarrassing because we talked about these two games yesterday. Misread the schedule. Thought they were playing yesterday. Nope, they're playing today. So the Lynx are taking on the Mystics and the Aces are taking... Or sorry, the Lynx are taking on the Fever and the Aces are taking on the Mystics. Two games that you'll want to tune into on the WNBA front. So that was an embarrassing moment yesterday on the show as I went to look at WNBA scores and realized that the games are today. But nonetheless, the last one is NHL playoffs tonight. 
Boston, they're plus 120, heading into Carolina, who's minus 145. The over-under set at six for tonight, and puck drops at seven Eastern time. Back and forth series. I mean, Carolina wins both at home. Boston wins both at home. Swayman's going to be going for Boston, likely. Aranta going for Carolina. I still believe this series wouldn't be as close had we seen Freddie Anderson, but Ranta, he hasn't played terribly either. So Carolina and Boston tonight, going to be a great game. Let's see, does Boston's top line continue to perform? We saw in the last game, Pasternak and Marchand and Bergeron, they were all on top of their game. But if they're not, then Boston's in trouble. So that'll be a great one to tip off. I should say, shouldn't say tip off. It's not NBA. But the first game of the NHL slate tonight. Toronto taking on Tampa. Toronto's minus 125. Tampa's plus 105. Toronto at home for this one. Puck drops at 7.30 Eastern time for this one. And Vegas has the over-under at 6.5. Vasilevsky and Campbell, they've been going back and forth in this series. I... And it truly has been back and forth. Toronto blows out in game one, Tampa game two, Toronto game three, Tampa game four. So we'll see. This one might be a part of our daily betting card too, just based off of trends. But you do have the Leafs looking to get that monkey off their back who haven't won a first round playoff series since 2004, taking on the two-time cup champs back to back, I should say cup champs. So we'll see what happens in that game. St. Louis is minus 140 versus Minnesota today or I believe I have that backwards. I think it's Minnesota's minus 140. But nonetheless, uh, over under 6.5, 9.30 Eastern time is puck drop. Jordan Bennington back. That's huge for St. Louis. Uh, taking on Mark andre Fleury. Uh, Going to be a great game. Minnesota was heavily favored coming in. So we'll see if St. Louis can pull off the upset like we have them as a future bet. And then Edmonton versus the Kings. Edmonton's minus 210 tonight. Uh, over under six and a half, and this is the late game at 10 o'clock Eastern time. Mike Smith and Jonathan Quick expected once again. Uh, the Kings really surprised in the last game. Quick had a shutout, so we'll see heading back to Edmonton if they can take that commanding three to two lead uh, in game five. So let's get to the betting side of things to cap off today's episode. Uh, player prop line of the day. I've actually got two, and it's the same player because we're really confident in this one today. Chris Paul, 21 plus points at plus 142. And if you want to take it a step further, Chris Paul, 25 plus points at plus 309 are the two for today. I really do believe this is going to be a huge Chris Paul night. He heard all the noise. He dealt with all the stuff regarding his family. And I think he comes out. He plays great at home. And overall, Phoenix has a great day on the court. So with that, we'll head into our competitive lay of the day as well as our alt lay play. I uh, daily three team parlay, no odds worse than minus 150. Always bet responsibly. Use bet 99 promo code shooters when you do. And we're only looking to put out winners here. So Phoenix Suns minus six versus the Dallas Mavericks. Talked about Chris Paul. I think if Chris Paul does what we think he's going to, this is going to be a big Phoenix win. Uh, he's going to be a stud tonight. I don't think Dallas is going to have an answer for them. I'm expecting a double-digit win here for the Suns. We talked about the fact that Bridges didn't play well either. I think he's going to have 15 tonight, if not 20 for them. So expecting a big night for Phoenix. Second play is Hurricanes money line versus the Bruins. Boston dominated on their home ice, but so did Carolina. And Ranta only gave up three goals in two games at home. So I think this is going to be a big performance for him. 
I think the Hurricanes pull it out. They go up three to two heading to Boston, where I think Boston wins game six and we get a great game seven in the NHL playoffs. And then the last one today pains me to say, but my dad would be happy. Toronto Maple Leafs money line versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. Been a very back and forth series, but I do believe Toronto wins handily at home. I think Tampa does the same in game six, and then game seven's a free-for-all. This is not what Toronto wants. Toronto does not want to see a game seven once again. It's broken their hearts one too many times in recent memory. So I like Toronto tonight at minus 125. The odds on this parlay, plus 481. And once again, that is Hurricanes money line, Leafs money line, and Suns minus six. And our alt lay play, there's going to be no rain delay or no play because these are all being played indoors. But we like Dodgers run line once again against the Pirates at minus 135. The Pirates got their game yesterday. They caught the Dodgers on and off uh, swinging night. And I do think that the Dodgers bats, they heat up once again today and they come back in a big way to beat the Pirates pretty handily. So with that, let's have a great Tuesday. Uh, Appreciate everyone who tunes into the live show every day. Uh, Check out our audio on Apple, Spotify, whatever you get your podcasts on. Give us a five-star rating as well. It helps the show grow. We want to make this thing big. That's why we do it every day. And so we'll see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge Podcast.